Full Service Radio is proudly supported and hosted by Simplecast, the easiest way for a podcast creator to publish and distribute audio on the internet. For more information, visit Simplecast.com. Full Service Radio. Beer Me, typically recorded live at the Line Hotel in Adams Morgan, Washington, D.C. Today, uh, we are recording at Silver Branch Brewing Company in Silver Spring, Maryland. For those of you who have listened to the show, we've had them on the show a handful of times, and they are fully open and functioning and beautiful and a great place to gather for the community. So every week on this show, I have a guest on to discuss different parts of the beer world, from brewers, importers, educators. This will allow us to examine the dynamic world of beer through different lenses. Whether you're new to beer or a seasoned professional, we will have something for you. So today I'm very excited. We have on the show today Steve Cortell. He is the city coordinator for Washington, D.C. for City Brew Tours. Now, City Brew Tours have been around since 2008. 2008, starting in Burlington, Vermont. And we've been operating in D.C. for five years now. Uh, Five years, actually, just last month, just last September. And so... What is the what is your purpose? Absolutely. So we provide a all-inclusive in-depth brewery tour experience. When you book one of our tours, which we offer 7 days a week, you are being taken care of from pickup to drop-off. We provide safe transportation from a centralized pickup point, National Portrait Gallery, um, for our DC tours, and we have a couple of other stops in Virginia for our Nova Brew Tour. And from there, your beer is included. We do, works out to about a pint at each stop, broken out over tasters, and we also include a full meal. We do a beer and food pairing on tour, so you're not just, you know, getting liquid calories. We get a nice base layer lined up in there, but once you book with us, that's the last time you have to break out your credit card. We take care of the rest. And so these are tours that you can book online you said you mentioned you also do like corporate tours and things like that oh absolutely yeah we uh for our public tours and for our private tours honestly you can book those right at citybrewtours.com slash dc and uh, if you're booking our public tour we have a range of options there uh, that you can select from and you can also get in touch with us directly via that website uh, to book private tours for all occasions whether it's a corporate function if you want to take your clients out if you want to take care of your staff um, do a little you know mandatory fun we'll bring the fun um, or honestly you have a bachelorette party birthday college reunion we can suit experiences to whatever kind of good time you want to have awesome so alright so let's uh, let's back up a little bit How's your weekend? Good weekend? You busy. Just, you just busy. finished a tour. <laughs> I just pulled up to the brewery and two giant buses were picking up. So you, you just finished a tour. You said about 100 people? We had a 100-person tour today, yeah, okay. that uh, we had the pleasure of taking through Wright Proper. Uh, they're Brooklyn. Mm-hmm. They're Brooklyn facility. A little more room to room. Uh, we had up Wright Proper Brooklyn, Three Stars Brewing nice. Company. And uh, then we finished a day here at Silver Branch and... Uh, I am currently having my shifty, having a nice glass <laughs> castle, because 100 people is a lot of people to talk to about beer. 
And is that kind of, is that the higher range of number people that are typically on the tours? That's certainly in our higher range. We've done more um, in some of our others. In D.C., we've done as many as, I think, 200 in one tour. Mm-hmm. Boston, um, I believe also Philly has done some in like the 300, 400 range. Wow. By and large, though, like bread and butter for us, talking beer, bringing folks around, behind-the-scenes access at all these breweries, our average public tour is about eight people. Mm. We are, It's an in-depth experience. We cap those tours at 14. So, you know, bright side, you make like 12 or 13 new beer friends. More cynical side, you only have to deal with like 12 other people's drama. And we kind of... We keep things on the rails. No one's good time is going to come at the expense of someone else's time on our tours. And so we kind of roll with things. So, all right, before I dive into some more questions here, you have this beautiful lineup of cans. Mm -hmm. And I'm thirsty, so let's let's break into one of them. Hey, hey, (laughs) absolutely. So what we got set up here, this is actually from our recently launched Nova Brew Tour. Um, I've got, you know, kind of did your, like, straight up, like, tiptoeing into craft beer flight lineup. I'm a lager. A session IPA pale ale, mm-hmm. um, an India pale ale, and then a porter. So we'll go you know, yeah. light to dark, light that to do it great. to it. Um, let's go ahead and start off. This is a Hellas lager from Rocket Frog Brewing Company okay. called Helenor. Um, not too removed. I see what they did there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's actually named after one of the, uh, the Hartog's brothers. I believe it's one of their daughters, Eleanor. Okay. Um, so... Yeah. Hellas, Helenor, why not? Um, so this is a, um, uh, you know, Munich-style Hellas lager. Not too far removed from Oktoberfest, so why not? Prost. Yeah, prost indeed. Yeah, nice and light. Beautiful color. So, thank you for this. Absolutely. Yeah, beautiful color. Mm, that's great. little yep. biscuit. Yeah. Um, so, when you... The, the new tour that's being launched right now, mm-hmm. this is going to be in D.C.? Or is this in Northern Virginia? So the Nova Brew Tour, which we've been rolling out Mm -hmm. um, uh, for the past couple weeks here, we pick up, our nearest pickup to D.C. Mm -hmm. is at the Crown Plaza Hotel in Crystal City. Okay. So you get across the other side of the Potomac. It's not that far. Yeah, it's not that far. (laughs) Ford your oxen, get across the river, very close to uh, the Yellow Line stop there. Yeah. once you hop on that bus, we're taking care of the driving. So, yeah, we will get out there. Mm-hmm. If we say um, down the line here, I mean, we go as near as Caboose Brewing in Vienna. We've got that uh, Citrus Session IPA for you next year, Sarah. Um, uh, our IPA is from Dynasty Brewing Company, which if that's on your tour, because we do cycle between mm-hmm. a couple different affiliates out there, if that's on your tour... You're going to have a view of the Blue Ridge Mountains off in the distance. Uh, like, we will take y'all out there. So, when you're in the process of designing these tours, what are some things that you're considering? A lot of what we consider is proximity. We want, especially with the Nova Brew Tour, mm-hmm. we want to get folks out there. Because, you know what? Hey, let's give y'all an excuse to get out of the city, get some fresh air, hang out, have some beers... Once we get folks out there, though, we understand you did not sign up for a van tour. Uh, you don't want to spend most of the tour in the van. So proximity is a huge thing. Okay. Um, working with Dynasty and Rocket Frog being either side of Route 28, those are really nicely grouped together. Um, we also do one of our beer and food stops is Fireworks Pizza. 
right on Route 7, mm-hmm. which is a short little jump from Lake Ann Brew House um, right on Lake Ann Plaza. So proximity of breweries is one thing because we do want to focus on the actual experience. We'll get you out there. Yeah. Um, uh, but we want to make sure folks have time to enjoy different beers at those breweries. Maybe, you know, if you're feeling like a champion that day, you can get a full pour on your own tab. Why not? Um, but also making sure that we're able to get on to the next stop so if you're able to try a different look at someone else's beer program at another stop. And that's fairly easy to do in D.C. Yeah. You know, we pick up around Chinatown. And then once we get up to Northeast, for the most part, I mean, Three Stars is, you know, just in Northwest. we got a couple other stops. But once we get out to Northeast, it might be a push through, you know, Friday D.C. traffic. But now you're going from... Three stars to Brooklyn Pint for your meal. And then we'll jog down 10 more minutes to go to Red Bear. Or we might start at Silver Branch and work our way down. So, yeah, and you've got Atlas there too. And Oh, yeah, Atlas. We've done a couple private tour there before. Mm-hmm. Um, but focusing on, you know, a lot of breweries around Northeast area. We actually, on other side from Atlas, other side of Ivy City, we actually partnered with 1-8 Distilling nice. as well. They know so, they've been on the show before. Oh, great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, um, great folks out there. Love them. And we love taking folks there especially on private tours, because we can bring a little bit of a change up. Okay. We can still talk about, you know, brewing and fermentation principles, because half a distiller's job is making a rough beer. Yeah. Um, but we can give folks that other opportunity, you know, hey, I've got some friends who aren't so much into beer, but they want to, like, we can do a cocktail hour. Yeah. We go to Supreme Court Cidery. Uh, for folks that are into cider. So we can mix in some different looks as well. Yep, yep. Uh, Now, for those of you just tuning in, uh, I am chatting with Steve Cortell. He is the city coordinator for Washington, D.C. on City Brew Tours. Yes, let's move on to the next beer. I'm definitely ready for that. (laughs) Um, So this is coming from Caboose Brewing Company right in Vienna, Virginia. Again, you do have to get across that big scary river, the Potomac. However... There's Once snacks. We there's do popcorn snacks. at Caboose. There's a Nordic Nut Pretzel at Lake Ann. We'll take care of you. Yes. We'll take care of you. Uh, yeah, so this is uh, from Caboose. Their Citra Session IPA. Um, let's crack this open. Do a little pour here. Um, uh, so Citra Session IPA. Focusing on Citra, there's a little bit of Warrior hops in there as well. It's a nice little citrusy pop with, I would think, a little bit of nice resinous notes going on as well. That's what I pick up, anyway, from uh, that Warrior edition. Oh, that's great. Now, real fun one to just enjoy, like, out on their patio, Mm -hmm. looking over the W-O-N-D trail. It's a nice little setup they have there. And they also have that, uh, they have a separate facility over in Merrifield, um, their Caboose Commons. I think just celebrated, like, their one-year anniversary recently. So, good to check out, too. Yeah. So when you're on these, with the tours, I think, so you're trying to get people kind of a range of different kinds of breweries, Mm -hmm. taking in different kinds of styles, different kinds of, every brewery kind of has its own feel, its own culture, exposing them, that kind of thing. What are some educational things you really want people to take away? I mean, you mentioned Mm -hmm. the brewing process, but are there other things that you're really specific about? Oh, sure. A lot of what we see, like some of the most popular questions about beer that I find anyway, mm-hmm. working in a, well, I'll say a balance between education and inebriation kind of role, <laughs> is uh, folks want to know where these beers come from. One of the most popular questions, most you know, frequent questions that we get is, what's the difference between a stout and a porter? Why is this beer called an India Pale Ale? Straight down to, 
so I like ales and lagers. What other beers are there? Mm-hmm. Well, let's talk about ales and lagers first. Let's 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 unpack that. Let's break down the fact that every single beer is either an ale or a lager. Right, sure. And you know, <laughs> so hey, if you like ales and all lagers, yeah. then you like welcome every single beer ever created. <laughs> right, right. Congratulations, with the exception of a Gruet or oh, Kloss sure. or something like that. You get like, like some funky Brett going on, absolutely. <laughs> And, like, we appreciate that. Yeah. Like, everyone starts somewhere. Exactly. There was a time when, like, when I was still, like, trying a whole bunch of beers just to try stuff. Mm-hmm. I didn't have my glasses on in a bar, and I tried to order a Salzen. Mm. Because I could not see that I was listed as a Cezanne. Yep. But I like Salzens. They're good. They're Salsons good. Salzens are delicious. Salzens are wonderful. And I, I prefer a French Salzen. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So... Like, we all started somewhere. So sure. we'd like to, we can absolutely give that, you know, whatever, 10,000 feet in the air view mm-hmm. to get folks like the essentials. But if you, you know, if you've been doing those 12 ounce curls for a while, you're a little more seasoned in terms of what you know about beer. Um, we can give a little more depth and details on the history of styles, on particular processes that different breweries go into. I mean, coming to Silver Branch, we're of course talking about the steps that Brett and Christian have done in crafting their Glass Castle Pilsner um, in terms of those processes, the ingredients they use, and the service methods. Um, Other breweries that we hit up, we're talking about their sustainable features. Mm -hmm. Um, So we'd like to give that kind of uh, more in-depth feel than kind of your typical hop-on-hop-off, you know, bus system. Yeah. You know, you're getting, you're definitely getting a more curated experience. For sure. And so we are just going to take a quick little break, but we'll be right back with Beer Me on Full Service Radio. Again, typically recorded at the Lion Hotel, this time recorded at Silver Branch Brewing Company in Silver Spring. Welcome back to Beer Me, uh, typically recorded at the Line Hotel in Adams Morgan, Washington, D.C., this time at Silver Branch Brewing Company in Silver Spring, Maryland. I am your host, Sarah Jane. Um, my guest today is Steve Cortell. He is the city coordinator for Washington, D.C. City Brew Tours. We're talking about the brew tours, how they're created, what goes into the decision-making as far as where you're bringing your guests, what information you need to get across, what styles you want them to try. Um, so I want to do like a little like hot gossip, right? Hey-o. Hot gossip. Um, what is like, it's okay. So tours scare the crap out of me, right? As far as like the prospect of actually having to like lead a tour. Oh, okay. Leading because, one. I got yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. I got you. No, no, I love tours. They're great. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, sometimes I get a little nervous where you're on a bus and it's like, you're on the bus, right? Like you're going and whether you, you know, like, let's say you're having an upset stomach or something's going on, like, right, you're right. on that bus. You're only going so one place. You, you ain't going to, anywhere else. Right, right. So that's, 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 that's its own thing. Um, <laughs> however, um, the other aspect of it, the other aspect of it is that you are in a, you're also, you're trapped, right? Like, and, and I, I, say that, <laughs> I say that in a really nice way. I've never thought of that way. Like, I may need to reconsider <laughs> everything from <laughs> No, but you, you are, you're there and it's a, it's a peculiar position to be in. Whereas 
when I've had experience working behind beer bars or at different restaurants and you have to deal with certain guests who are too drunk you deal with certain guests who are like trying to be a know-it-all or kind of pain, oh, pain sure. in the ass the whole time you know what I mean like if you're at a bar and somebody's too drunk you can kick them out and I'm sure you can do a similar thing on a tour to a point without question yeah we are we are your beer experts we are your night's entertainment we are your driver we are also your bouncer some people, and I'm not, this isn't me like getting my cockles up, whatever, like, yeah. it's not something anyone necessarily enjoys, but some folks need a bouncer, they just don't know it. Yeah. And honestly, that's for everyone's benefit. Like, mm-hmm. one, for the safety of that person who's maybe just overestimated what they could handle or whatever, it happens. Yeah. Um, but also for everyone on tour, there's, how many times have we all been in a bar been in any kind of drinking situation where someone is just crossing lines all over the place and you're looking around for someone like does anyone work here can it, can someone can someone get their mans like what's what's happening yeah. so we don't hesitate one to take that step if it's needed but two start stepping in ahead of time being proactive if yeah being proactive like just behind a bar honestly like you want to make sure that Rather than cleaning up a bad situation, just avoiding one from the start. So we yeah. make it clear with folks at the beginning what kind of the house rules are. We base, I mean, basically we have three. Like we're a beer company. At the end of the day, we try to keep it breezy. But to make sure, going back to that, you know, no one's good time comes at the expense of anyone else's good time. Yeah. You know, it's three house rules. Number one, it's a rhyming scheme. I yeah. feel like I should share no, that. Everything's better when it rhymes. Oh yeah, absolutely. No, yeah, it, yeah. it works for small children and inebriated adults. So yeah. same, same. Yeah, 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 yeah. So rule number one: don't suck up the fun. You you pay the same price admissions as everyone else. Like you don't, you're not entitled to more fun than anyone else. Rule number one: don't suck up the fun. Rule number two: no van booze for you. We do not allow drinking in the bus. There's plenty of beer on tour. Everyone, calm down. Yeah. Uh, but there's plenty of beer on tour. No one goes home thirsty. We just like to give folks a little bit of break, take a breather yeah, as we, you know, more. drive on down. Yeah, exactly. So rule number two, no booze for no van booze for you. And then rule number three, listen to me. Nice. If we're back here and I say, you know, hey, folks, I would love it if you kept two feet distance as we came around this white tub here yeah. or, you know, don't touch that. Please don't touch that. This is the arrested <laughs> development portion of the tour. No touching, uh, you know, or you know, hey, Miss. I know you. I know you're feeling very confident, but I don't think you're authorized to operate that forklift with a beer in hand. So let's go over here. No let's shit. hang out over here. <laughs> has only happened once, and it only has to happen once. That is the only time. That's like great. if you want the tea, if you want the gossip, that's the only time I have had to physically intervene. In a situation, That's which great. you talk to any bartender, like the last thing you want to do is to have to physically put hands on someone. No, you never. But this was a situation of like, person was hopping into the cab of a forklift, which, you know, keys in the ignition, like, we're not going to do that today. Hey, no. I got some more beer for you. Let's go get some more beer and maybe a water. Do you yeah. want some popcorn too? They got really good popcorn. Let's get yeah. some pop. Yeah. So... Yeah, you take those steps so you don't have to do that, but we don't hesitate to draw that line and take action if it's going to basically ruin everyone else's day. Yeah. You know? So, 
Let's not dwell on the negative. No, no, absolutely. Let's talk about the positive. So one of my favorite moments, um, especially, you know, being behind the bar, being in a restaurant, or, you know, in the instances, because I uh, used to teach at a small culinary school, Mm -hmm. is when someone has that, like, aha beer moment, Mm. right? That magical moment where you can see it, like, click, 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 click in the head. And they're like, oh, I don't usually like beer, but I love this. Or, oh, I didn't know beer could taste like this. Mm-hmm. You know, that really kind of cool... I imagine that doesn't get old for you. No. It, it's part of getting out of bed in the morning, practically do this job. Um, like, highlights are honestly... Like, anytime I can pour diamonds for a coat champagne for someone who's never had a sour beer before... Oh, so this is... And, you're, you're speaking my language okay. here. Yeah. Right Proper makes a beer called Diamonds for Coat and Champagne. It's a Berliner Weiss. For those of you who don't know what a Berliner Weiss is, this is a sour wheat ale. Um, traditionally from Berlin. The original champagne of beers. Right. And um, <laughs> it is... Their, their Berliner Weiss is excellent. Well, and really it, excellent. It's a soft touch, too. Yeah. No, and You've it, got it, those elderflower editions yeah. and a grapefruit. Like, I tell folks, this is grown-up lemonade. I know you're skeptical, <laughs> but try it. Take, but like, two it. sips. It's a two-sip beer. Yeah. Like, I used to, you know, waiting tables, I sold plenty of wine as well, and it's mm-hmm. very much like, oh, this is a two-sipper. You get that one sip to get, get your palate primed. Yep. Oh, shit, that's a lot of acidity, and then you uh-huh. take that second. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, but something no, else is, is here. This is delicious. Yeah, so those aha moments, mm-hmm. exactly what you're saying, like, I didn't know beer. I didn't know it was, like, wow. Yeah. Um... Uh, Walking into, you know, walking into Port City's production floor and people just see this cathedral of stainless steel. Yeah. And like show off the hop zooka and there's those wow moments. Um, I had one today, uh, our last stop here on this larger tour at Glass Castle. Um, I'll say this when you have 100 folks on tour, there are things that you do to make sure that people keep interest. Yeah. For those that are interested, like I'm, I'm not your dad. I'm not going to like drag you in back, like, hey, no. Get back here. This is educational. Get, come on. But I will, like, tease things out to, you know, kind of keep that interest. All that's part of the job. So uh, when we rolled up here, got folks beers. First and foremost, we yeah. want to get you some drinks. Get it's a beer, beer tour. Exactly. And actually, let's get one more beer. In oh, absolutely. Naturally. <laughs> uh, so quick segue. Yeah. This, is a, uh, this is a fall harvest IPA huh. from uh, Dynasty Brewing Company out in Ashburn, Virginia. Mm-hmm. It is in old Loudoun County, Virginia. For your regular listens, Loudoun, regular listeners, Loudoun County is a place that exists in the Commonwealth of Virginia. <laughs> we will take you there. You don't have to drive. It's not that far. It is beautiful. It is. Well, fall leaves right now. Oh, my gosh. It's killer. It's stunning. Leaf um, So this is Fall Harvest IPA. It's an old Loudoun County IPA. Um, so uh, ingredients sourced from Loudoun County. We're talking uh, some pale malt, some wheat and oat malt, um, and then also hops from Loudoun County. Some like heat tolerant, you know, yeah. Virginia hops. Okay. Uh, Chinook, Centennial, and Comet. Nice. Do a little splash of that going on That's here. That's awesome. What is nice. the ABV on this one? We're looking right in a pretty prototypical range, 6% on the money. That's great. Yeah, so not going to clobber you over the head, but has a decent heft to it, so you feel like you're, you know, you feel like you're drinking a beer. That is cool. It's a fun one. It's got some, I pick up a little bit of tropical notes going on. Yeah. Um, you and know then, what, though? If, if I was tasting this, I would have a hard time, if, it was a, if I was blind tasting this, mm-hmm. I would have a hard time IDing it as IPA. 
just because it is it's really complex. You I was gonna say, got some biscuity malt. It's malty. Like. It's herbal. Like I would, that would be a little tricksy, mm-hmm. tricksy one. But this is delicious. That's great. No, one of the great things about that. Uh, speaking of you know, tour, like wow mm-hmm. moments and stuff. Um, as that was, I believe it was, was right after they transferred to Brights. Uh, Fabio, Fabio Garcia, um, just started pulling it off of the Zwickle into a pitcher for our tour. I was like, oh, well, okay, folks, we're going to have a little bit of fun today. This is like day zero dry hopped beer. Like, enjoy the freshest beer you'll ever have. Oh, wow. Um, so, fun little moments like that. Today, going oh, back yeah, so to... Uh, you've got the people inside with oh, yeah. the beers in hand. Got them beers in hand. How do, you, how do you get the horse to drink the water? So, yeah, tease them on back here. Um, I asked for a milky pour of Glass Castle, their Czech Pilsner. Mm-hmm. So... Silver Branch has gone all in in terms of that service, doing the traditional um, Czech-style pours. Slow pour. Yeah, that slow pour. You've got that side pull faucet going on. So they're able to give you different looks on the same beer. Mm -hmm. The milky pour, you can hit up Silver Branch and find out, it basically looks like an entire glass of foam. Mm -hmm. Now, the trick is you finish that beer before the beer dissipates because... Czech beer drinkers drink more beer per capita than pretty much anyone else, I think. So there are rules. Um, But you walk in front of a bunch of people with that pour and people don't know what you're doing. They're like, what? Even before I said anything, they're like, what is in your hand? Yeah. Why are you drinking? What is that? Oat milk? What's happening? (laughs) Explain the rules. Tell me. Brought folks back on in with that, you know, well, you got to come on in back and I'll tell you why I have a glass full of beer foam. Went through that, talked about, you know, shorthand for it. Like you should, yeah, yeah, you should go to a place that has a side pull tab. Explain, explain why it's yeah. important. I'll do kind of, you know, just in a nutshell, but you should definitely come out to Silver Branch, other spots that have uh, this particular investment in this draft technology. Because mm-hmm. basically like, if you're talking beer from a typical faucet, it's an on-off switch, right? You pull the yeah. tap, you get beer, you close the tap, no more beer. Check side pull faucets are a bit more like an, a dimmer switch. Mm-hmm. So you can kind of regulate the amount of dissolved CO2, um, the amount of foam, which changes the drinking experience. So basically you have more or less three pours. You have a crisp pour that is going to have a fairly thin line of foam on top, fair amount of CO2, fair amount of bubbles still in the beer, that's great for having with a meal. Great if you're having a great conversation. Stays fizzier longer. Yeah. A little bit sharper. Slightly more bracing bitterness. Um, moving down the line in terms of foam, you have smooth. Hladenka. That's going... That maybe my checks go down. I don't know. Um, but that, everybody's well-versed in check, like Brava. But I was, I was gonna say, well, yeah. Mike Stein from Lost Loggers can call us later. We'll figure out. Hi, Mike. Yeah. How you doing? <laughs> um, uh, but that smooth pour, that's going to have, you know, maybe three fingers of head. You have less dissolved CO2. Mm-hmm. It's going to be much more velvety in texture, less pronounced bitterness. That's great when you are showing up to kind of get after it. Yeah. Um, uh, you're not dealing with, you know, worrying about is it going to go flat because you're going to see the bottom of that glass pretty quickly. The last one, the one that I kind of tease people out with, that milky pour, that is more or less an entire glass full of foam. They're able to control the amount of foam uh, with that sort of dimmer switch faucet. And it is incredibly lush, almost dessert sweet. Like, it's treated like a dessert beer. So try those out of the place. Look for a place that has a side pole. Come to Silver Branch. You know, if you're around, try things out. 
the crux of it is, after explaining what I just explained, you know, to listeners here, uh, one of the guests on the tour came up to me and said, so I really appreciate you explaining all that because I was in Prague on vacation last year on this day and I was at a Pilsner Urkel bar and they had this like picture menu with all these different amounts of foam Mm -hmm. and I don't speak Czech just like I don't Uh, (laughs) but it's like I don't speak Czech I just thought it was hey if your beer looks like this you know let us know complain we'll get you a new one and she was like I now I know what they were talking about so like those little moments that's that warm and fuzzy of like Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, cheers. Nice to meet you. You're welcome. Like, that's, that's, that's the cool stuff. Yeah. That's, that's the cool stuff, you see. So let's do this. Let's do this last little brew here. With pleasure. Um, now. This little flight you've put together is lovely. Thank you. I'm glad you enjoy it. I mean, yeah. <laughs> this is my life. This is what I do. <laughs> um, uh, so for listeners, this is in a growler. So unfortunately, we won't have that very satisfying. But. Yeah. Um, this is stand-up stand paddle porter okay. from Lake Ann Brew House. Um, uh, these folks are a two-barrel electric brew house um, uh, working in close quarters right on Lake Ann Plaza, uh, which is original plan community out in um, Reston, focused on a very much a live-work-play kind of model. Uh, but nice roasty notes going on. A little chocolate there as well. Hmm. Yeah. That is a that is a heavier porter for sure. It's got yeah. It definitely yeah. packs a little bit of a pop there. I would have to like call up Jason Romano and double check on the ABV. I don't have it. Yeah, no, it's fine. Um, up in the head, but really nice for sitting out and enjoying right lakeside on the patio i mean it's definitely like a summer drinking spot for sure it's on a lake but come fall come winter they put out blankets on the patio they get fire pits going it's a nice little view as the sun goes down absolutely but also i mean this is this would be a great food beer Mm. i mean you're making football chili oh yeah like Put that in the chili and drink it with the chili. Yeah, give that chili a little backbone. Yeah, absolutely. For sure. I mean, this could this could definitely stand up. This is like pilsners. I, o- I mean, not pilsners. Porters. Mm. I always kind of f- have more of a. They finish a little bit differently for for me on my palate. They I like them to be a little bit um, brighter at the end. This sure. one this one lingers for sure, mm-hmm. and it could stand up to it could stand up to a pretty hefty hefty flavor component it could stand up to spicy and meaty and you know oh really, yeah yeah no that's one of, like dark beers are one of my, like those are my favorite beers to actually work with food yeah you can pair with you know, pair with all range of beers absolutely but i think my first you know you want to talk about aha moments mm-hmm. of like cooking with beer um i took it was new york strip it was some strip steaks and I actually just, you know, brined or marinated them in Guinness. Yep. Yes. Threw them in the pan with butter. Mm-hmm. And then I ha- I was like, oh, well, I have this, like, beer marinade hanging out, and I still have some Guinness. So I threw that into a separate pan, you know, boiled it off, reduced it down, and did that as, like, a, you know, demi-glace or whatever. Mwah! So good. Chef's kiss gif. That sounds amazing. Upload. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. 
I can get behind that in a big way. Absolutely. There you go. <laughs> well, and now I want either chili or steak. So yeah, thank, no, I thank you I'm so much. I'm sitting here like, all right, now it's like a rainy Sunday. <laughs> okay. I'm like, all right, now uh, I need chili and or steak. Let me open up DoorDash real quick. Here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <clears throat> well, okay, so we're coming to the end here. Um, definitely, whether you're in Virginia, D.C., um, or Maryland, mm-hmm. book uh, City Brew Tours. Uh, very easy. We just talked about it earlier. You can book them online. Um, and if anything, you know, go out and explore your local brewery. I think a lot of times people will, you know, they'll have a free time on the weekend. And they're like, oh, let's go look at the Virginia wineries. Or like, oh, let's go apple picking. Just, just throw a brewery in there. what? Yeah, 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 yeah. Just throw a brewery in there. Because I you, think they're going to be just on par. You can pay $70 to get $10 worth of apples. That's fine. Have a good time. <laughs> uh, but yeah, hit up breweries. And honestly, like, chances are, if you're at a local brewery in D.C. over the weekend, like, you'll see our van pull up. Talk to one of our guides. We're rocking those, like, beer guide shirts or hats or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, hit us up. Ask us how to hop on tour. Um, we'll be more than happy to kind of give you the lowdown, all that, um, uh, and show you around. Absolutely. Awesome. Well, thank you so much. Um, it was great chatting with you. This has been Beer Me on Full Service Radio. Again, typically recorded at the Live Hotel, Lime Hotel. Uh, recorded today at Silverbird Brewing Company. If you have any questions, comments, concerns, reach out to Beer Me at Beer Me Radio or Beer Me Radio at gmail.com. Thank you so much. Cheers. <laughs>